Hello, hello, my friends. We are back with Chris Kendall. Hello and welcome. How are you? Hi there. Thank you. Um, I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So tell the people a little bit about you and how you started your business and your journey through Silicon Valley and all the amazing things, building billion dollar empires. Tell us about who you are, Chris. Yes. Okay. Um, so as you said, Chris Kendall, I'm born and raised in um, Silicon Valley, grew up in Cupertino right down the street from Apple when they were just you know, becoming a company. Um, so really been in the thick of things my whole career and my whole life and worked in lots of big, big and small companies, um, mostly doing marketing programs. And um, I've recently branched off at, well, I've always had side hustles. I've always had businesses of my own, lots of streams of income coming in. Um, but most recently I have a publishing company and then I've um, recently started a life and business coaching practice. Um, so Very that's cool. my, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. So with your publishing company, what type of things are you publishing for people? So mostly I'm working with, um, brand new or aspiring authors. So they've, um, they're not necessarily career authors, but they wanted to write a book. So many people have written a book. They, they, they get, do it. And then it just sits on their computer because they don't really know what to do with it next. Right. So I will work with them to, I have a lot of done for you services where I'll take their manuscript. I'll get it edited. I'll get a cover made. I'll get it formatted and I'll even upload it onto Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Kobo, you know, all those stores for mm -hmm. them in, in their account. So they get to keep all their money um, that comes in from it, but I'll do all the techie stuff for them. So oh, very cool. Yeah. So how long have you had your publishing company? And then before you segued into your life coach and to kind of took that path? Yeah, so I have done the publishing for about 12 years now. It started with just a friend who writes books who asked me to help with some marketing and then help with some editing and then that evolved to she's got some other author friends that needed some help and it just sort of organically grew and then of course after editing for a while i started to think no i think i could do this so then i started writing and now i have lots of books of my own um in addition to the services for others i love uh, that so when you were working in silicon valley and you were living the corporate life what happened for you to want to kind of change course and start to have your own thing in the mix? What, what, what was that like? Yeah, well, I got laid off a few times. <laughs> so that's one of the ups and downs of the Silicon Valley life and corporate life in general, right? Yeah. Um, and so uh, along the way, I realized I couldn't rely on a company to pay all my bills and, and take care of my family, right? So I needed to have other backup plans and other things coming in. And so um, I have consulting services and then I have this, once I started writing and realizing that there's so many people who write a book and just need help with that last step, but they don't really want to learn how to do it themselves. They don't really need to learn that because it's not going to be their career. It's just something they want to do for their family, for fun, the story in their heart that they've, you know, been working on for 30 years, whatever. Right. Uh, so I, um, I started 
you know, just branching out part-time and, and I was doing this whilst, while I still had um, a full-time job. And it wasn't until recently that I got laid off again <laughs> that I realized, you know, I think the universe is telling me to like, just go all in on um, the entrepreneur route because that's where it's reliable income. It's where I enjoy, you know, I'm, I'm so passionate and so excited about working with these authors. Um, and then, yeah, so that's kind of where all of that evolved. And then now with the life coaching and the business coaching, um, that's just kind of an extension of it. I've been working and building companies, other people's companies up for so long, really big companies. Um, and now, you know, at just a very small scale, working with individuals as they either are coming up with an idea and don't know how to start, or maybe they've been in business for a few years, they have a good amount of money coming in and they just want to get to that next level you know, hoping to climb to seven figures. Yes, yes. I I love that because there are a lot of times that people have this wonderful idea and then sometimes it's just like a strategic issue, a strategic breakdown in the system where they don't know what the next step is. And we want to hurt, we want to help them get to the next step right before feeling defeated comes into play, right? And then you're just sitting on this magnificent idea or the structure of foundation for something, but it starts to become corroded over time because the self-doubt and all those things start to seep in because you don't, you're not equipped to go to the next level. So I, I really love that aspect of helping people get there, right? Just giving them that little push. Do you do much mindset work in your practice too? Or do you, you do? Yeah. I what do, is that yeah. Like? yeah. So for, for so many people, um, j just taking that first step, it requires a lot, you know, getting through a lot of fears, a lot of insecurities, a lot of, you know, kind of mind garbage that they've been told all their life that they felt from others that they witnessed um, from other people who have started things. And, you know, not everyone has like positive influences in their life. They don't always have supportive people telling them, yeah, go for it. You're smart. You can do this. You'll be great. You know, so they will often internalize that. And that just kind of will stop them from making forward progress. And this could be in relationships, it could be, you know, in their career, it could be starting a business or just, you know, taking a chance and, and doing a hobby that they've always been interested. I mean, it, it can be at a big or small level, but there is a lot of mindset work that tends to go hand in hand with all of the transformations that, that we need and that we decide to make in life. Absolutely. So what type of, uh, who's your target audience? Who yeah, are the so, people that you're helping? But right now my um, company is called Fulfilled After 40. And I'm primarily working with women over 40 who are at this stage where if they have kids, maybe they're more independent or they've even left for college. They don't really need mom as much anymore. Maybe they are recently divorced or they're changing, their change is happening in their relationship. They could be leaving a job, nearing retirement. I, I, they're just at this stage where like, they're trying to figure out what's next. What do I do now? Now, you know, I've spent the last 25, 30 years taking care of other people in this way. And now that I don't have to do that, how do I take care of me? What do I do? What do I love? What do I, how can I, you know, secure my future financially? What are the options? And just helping them, you know, figure out what they really love and want to do. 
Yeah. So when you started to, um, are, are you primarily focused on women over 40 for your publishing too? Or, or is that specifically in your life coaching realm? That is yeah, women over that's just for the, the life coaching. For the publishing, I work with anybody. I've worked with teenagers and kids that have written oh! books. Um, and then, you know, very much older people that are, you know, they've been working on it for their lifetime and they're ready to just have a copy in their hands and give them out at Christmas to their loved ones. So yeah, yeah. anybody. Have you written some books yourself? I have. I've written lots and lots and lots of books. Yeah. I primarily do romance, kind of the cheesy romance stuff, uh, but it's so fun. Romance. <laughs> it is, it is, but it's so fun. And my, my readers love it. Not everybody would love it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also have done some, some kids books. Um, some, you know, I, I have one series, it's called the CEO girls club and it's for girls in that like eight to 10 year old range. That's that, great. Um, name Chris yeah, that's a like, great name yeah. so it's it's really fun and it just you know those are the kind of things that make me really happy and um I hope that other people read them and and love them too so do you know how many books you've written total just off the top of your head or is it too many to know it's more than 200 yeah yeah a lot yeah Wow. Yeah. I've got one. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. I mean, honestly, I that is amazing. One book. I probably, it's called the entrepreneur's checklist. And it's so funny because when I look back on, I essentially like wrote the book that I wished existed when I was opening my book, my business, because we just had to kind of piece all this information, like Google and secretary of state and just kind of piece it all together. And I remember thinking one day, I just wish there was like one book <laughs> that was short and sweet to the point, told me what I needed to do so that I wouldn't have to do this again. And I said, well, let me just make it. <laughs> yeah, so I exactly. It. It's, it's 25 pages, right? And it just, it helps those people that we help, right? Get to the next level because I'm a checklist person. Like I'm a to-do list. I have to write down my list and have things that I need to accomplish, things that I have to get done. And then other things that I could delegate, outsource, all these various things. But since I'm a checklist person, that's how I also wrote the book, right? So literally it goes through the breakdowns. I don't tell you my life story. We're not going through all that, right? So I think that sometimes, yeah, we just have to do it, right? Yes. I was so nervous before I released it. I almost talked myself out of it. So that yeah. mindset thing that we have to kind of tap into, like I, I overcame it myself. I really dug deep and I, I, I dug deep and I prayed about it. And I really just said, God gave this to me. I'm going to release it. Just do it. If people hate it, so what? But people love it. And I'm of just like, they do. I was scared for what? Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to have to grab a copy. Maybe I'll give it to my clients. It sounds perfect. Oh, excellent. Yes, yes. Fantastic. And I will, I'm not a real romance reader. I'd like that's to, okay. if I'm not reading something that's teaching me something, you know, this mind is all day yes. long. <laughs> Good. Good. And me too. When I'm the books that I'm buying to read are, they're all personal development, um, productivity. Outlet though, right? You like yeah, the exactly. entertainment and the imagination. That's your, that's your time to kind of turn off 
and just create. So I understand the aspect of it too. What other types of pastimes do you have other than writing these beautiful romance novels? Are you creating uh, strategies for your coaching business? Are you thinking about how you can craft your messaging or, you know, or do you just go to a gun range? Like, what is your thing? <laughs> Um, I don't get to the range very often, but, um, sometimes, um, but yeah, so I do, um, spend a lot of time, especially right now, as I'm kind of changing up the model a little bit, a lot of time coming up with, um, worksheets and, and offers and ways that I can, you know, engage my clients in, in a way that is easy for them, that it's accessible. It's not too much work, but it, it helps them move the needle and get to the next stage. Um, and I also have a podcast myself. And so I've been doing a lot of recordings lately. <laughs> Yay! What's the name of your podcast, Chris? It's called Fulfilled After 40, the podcast. And I'm actually doing live coaching sessions on the podcast. So each session or each episode is a session with a different person and, and their situation. And these are real people with real challenges that we're working through. So it's been really fun um, to, to kind of build that content in that way. It's a little more intimate. Um, and so that can get sticky trying to not have people, you know, bear their deepest, darkest secrets live on my show. I'm okay with it, but they might not be okay with it after the fact. Right. So, um, but it's really fun. You know, what's funny is, you know, I love workshops and I love hosting like online courses where it's live and, you know, it gives people the opportunity that buy into the course to kind of express themselves and to ask questions. And I love when that happens because it inspires someone else who may have not even thought that before to say, oh, that's a great question. Didn't even think about that. And it puts them in a position to learn from someone else's experience. So you are essentially doing the same thing where by doing the live coaching, you not only are coaching that person in real time, but you're also positioning the show to be able to help and inspire and help other women overcome adjacent or a parallel circumstances. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. So that's so good. Sometimes, you know, we don't even know something is a problem until we hear it. And you're like, oh, wow. Yes, that's me. Let's see what Chris says. And people yeah. aren't listening because they're listening for a solution that maybe hadn't been articulated for them in the past, but now you've created an opportunity to where you're showing them how to overcome certain things. So are you doing life coaching where you're talking about strategic planning or how, what's like the framework of your podcast when you're talking to your clients? Yeah. So both I do, um, life coaching or business coaching. And a lot of times those kind of intermingle. Um, In yeah. yeah. Mostly it's business coaching. I mean, most of the, the people coming to me are interested in starting a business. Maybe they have an idea, maybe they've kind of toyed around with something and just they're kind of stuck They you know, they're not quite making money yet or making much money. Um, but some clients come to me when they're at like the, you know, I'm, I've made a hundred thousand. It's amazing. But how do I get to 200 or 500 or eventually a million? You know, like, yeah. what do I do now? Like, I, I know it works, but I don't really know how to get bigger. And so it just depends on where they're at. 
Yes. What is okay? So, do you focus on any type of specific industry, or are is it just anything business? Because the fundam fundamentals essentially are applicable across the board. But do you tend to attract a certain type of client habitually in a certain industry? Um, not so much. I mean, I've I've been working with a lot of coaches just because yeah. I happen to know a lot of coaches that are getting started and, and at this early stage. Um, but I, you know, any industry, like you said, I mean, the, the fundamentals are the same, that getting your audience clear, getting your offer clear, getting your pricing right, making sure that you're putting yourself out there and, and you know, all those basic kind of things. Um, so really, that's true for just about any industry. And I do have some consulting that I'll do if they need help. You know, I've, I've done so many businesses that I personally have a lot of experience and a lot of different things. So I can be like, okay, let me just offer some real suggestions of how I've done it in the past. Um, but the idea with, with the coaching is to try to just help them come up with the ideas that work best for their situation. Do they like social media? Do they hate social media? Like, you know, working within the things that they want to do and where their strengths are so that mm -hmm. we're really maximizing their best characteristics and the things that they don't like doing. Let's figure out how to work around those or, or outsource them, hire somebody, get, you know, stay within their zone of genius and the things that they love. You know what I love about what it is that we do? That even though the fundamentals are the same across the board, each experience has to be tailored based on that very thing that you just said. You have to look at the, well, I can sense you and I both, uh, you know, evaluate the person holistically and what it is that they need. So we're looking at them as the whole person, as opposed to like giving them cookie cutter directions that we can essentially give to every single person. Some people are going to have to have some lessons be tweaked because of like you said, they hate social media. So what does that look like? How are you going to, you know, ramp up your lead generation? Does that mean that you need to invest more in ad dollars because you really just want to shoot one video and run it to the wheels fall off until you're not getting any more engagement and then you need to do something else. But, you know, or there might be the person that loves social media and maybe they come out with a podcast or maybe they come out with you know something that allows them to engage with people maybe they do quarterly workshops so even though the 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 basis is the same across the board we know the strategies to implement to help them win we still have to tailor it to people's personalities because everybody is different isn't that interesting about what we do <laughs> it is yeah it, it yeah. it's so funny yeah some people there they can just thrive in with a certain type of marketing and the other you know another person with the exact same kind of business just has to go a completely different route. And so, you know, we just have to find that and make it work. I know, I know. So what is it that you love most about what it is that you do? You know, I love talking to people. I love doing this, the back and forth, just sort of learning about them and where their challenges are. And I've always been, you know, like an advice person, you know, in my life. I, I feel like, I, you know, maybe I should have been a therapist or something like that. Um, and so I just love hearing where they're at, where they're struggling, the good and the bad, and then, you know, helping them see the good that they offer, their value, what they're bringing and why they have what they need and what other people need and, and just kind of bringing that 
to the surface a little bit because for some people, their value and what they have to offer is so deeply buried under so much other stuff. They just need that reminder that they are smart. They are capable. They've been doing this in their career for 25 years. They know what they're talking about. They have expertise and talent and skills that lots of people want and want to pay for and want to want to experience. Yeah, you are worthy. I, I, I see that a lot of times too, where um, the mindset, the blockers, the, the limiting belief comes into effect, right? And helping people uh, remind them, I don't do mindset work myself. So I have a certain threshold that when we evaluate someone in our preliminary questionnaire, that we evaluate where they are cognitively first and foremost. If it's a lot of self-doubt, then we recommend, you know, we outsource them to a mindset person because we're more tactical, we're more strategic. It's like, this is what you need to implement. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So we can recognize essentially from the way they answer our questions, whether they need to go to someone else or not. But it is it is amazing how much self-discovery they there is in entrepreneurship and that journey and how like I am a highly sensitive, highly sensitive person. I can consider myself an empath, but entrepreneurship has required, it's demanded a certain level of strength for me. And to have like thick skin, like they say, like I used to think that was the most ridiculous concept. I wore my heart on my sleeve and I still to a degree do today, but I've also developed that skill of separating professionalism and taking things personal so it doesn't really hurt me alexandria as a person i have to realize this is that's the brand that's the company it's not an attack towards me who i am yeah <laughs> and yeah having, having the ability to separate the two that was a part of the mindset thing but you know what they say new levels new devils you have to be equipped for each new level that you reach whether it's financially financially whether it's your status, whether it's, you know, the capacity for your team enlarging, what that looks like there, how you have to have the right bandwidth from that. It is so much. It encompasses so much. I said the exact same thing this morning of the, I think I was a therapist in another life because <laughs> I enjoy talking to people so much. Largely the reason why I carved this podcast into my time. It's because I love connecting with other people, right? And sharing yeah. people's story and empowering them. But we do in coaching, we we listen to people's stuff. We help them navigate those paths and overcome that so they can be the best version of themselves. You mentioned that that is one of your passions is yeah. helping other women pursue their interests. Yeah, it's, it's so easy for us to like, forget that we have interests, right? We get so caught up in the other things and taking care of other people. And and then one day we're like, oh, uh, I don't really have friends anymore. I don't really, somebody asks like, what do you do in your free time? And they're like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to do. If I had five hours right this minute, I don't even know what I would do because I don't remember how to have fun. I don't remember how to, you know, paint or, you know, go running or do any of the things that used to bring them joy. And so it's just a, a, you know, a process of sort of reconnecting with who you are deep yeah. down and the things that you love. Yes, that's actually how that's so true. 
And it's actually how I came to start writing again. It's because that was one of my passions as a child. You should have been a therapist because you're pulling all kinds of things out of me. So when I was young, I had, and to even to this day, but it's mostly strategies now, I had notebooks and journals just filled with poetry and writing. Like that was my pastime and that was my kind of my therapy, the way that I would express myself. And I had so much poetry. I wish that I would have kept that stuff now today to just look back and see the type of things I, you know, read and, or wrote in my adolescence. But essentially it feels like you go through your adulthood and you end up always kind of coming back to who you actually are, right? Who you, who you are in the essence of a, of a being, of a person, the ways that, that you're gifted. And that's one of the things that I came back to was the writing. So I felt like, even though I was scared to release my first book, I also felt like I owed it to my younger self. Girl, what? Yes. I know. I'm a therapist. I'm about to cry for no reason. <laughs> but I, you know what I mean? Because we do. We go, we go so far. We stray so far from who we are as individuals. But isn't it beautiful when we get to help people come back to who they are, who they're meant to be, step into their power, understand their value, understand how to go to the next level. I love it so much. Yes. yes. Yeah. I get a lot of people that come to me and say, I wrote this book when I was 17 and I, it's in a notepad, you know, like it's in 20 spiral bound notepads, you know, and they're like, yeah. I'm going to type it up, but then what, what do I do after that? And yeah, those are the very best kind of clients because they, mm. all they want is just to like have those memories, remember that time, get back into it, you know, reconnect with the, the who they used to be, the things that they love, the things that brought them happiness. And then, you know, who knows where that'll take them next. Yes. Isn't that exciting to to usher them through that? And it's I think I think why you probably pursued publishing and coaching and all these various things, if I had to assume, is because it is taking someone from one level to the next, sure. allowing them to tap into a higher level of themselves, allowing them, helping them, ushering, guiding them on that transition of their life, of being who they are in their mind versus manifesting that version of themselves. That 70 year old that wrote that book, who's now, how old were they when they came to you? Like 40 something? Yeah, 30s, 50s, yeah. Yeah, it's late. yeah, they've held on to it. They've thought about it. It's been in the back of their mind. Maybe five years passed. They raised the family. They thought about that book again. They did got back to doing this, but they're like, no, I'm not going to let any more time go back by. I'm an author. I want to move forward with that. So you, you help people step into who they are. That's yeah. so exciting, Chris. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And, um, I get so much out of it, probably as much as they do when that their book is finally like published and then a stranger buys it, you know, that feel, you know, that feeling like oh, yeah. I did something and one person that is not my mom or my best friend paid money to have it. Like, it's amazing yes. to feel that. Yes. <laughs> that is so good. That is so good. My goodness. What a, you're wonderful, Chris. You're wonderful. <laughs> You. And you have a you have a softness and a loveliness about you that I can see resonates with your with your clients. And I, I'm so happy 
that you came on the podcast today and shared with you. Tell the people how they can connect with you in order to get your free coaching session. Make sure, um, yeah, make sure that you let everybody know for our listeners that are watching, the people that will watch on the replay and for the people that will listen uh, via the audio on Spotify. Yeah, so um, you can find me at fulfilledafter40.com, either 40 or F-O-R-T-Y. It both should work. And if you'd like a to be on the podcast and have a live session, um, there's a button for the podcast. You can go there and um, request a time. And if you want private sessions that are not recorded for the whole world to see, um, I offer those as well. <laughs> but, but yeah, it is really fun. And I try to keep it a little bit, you know, high level on the air so that people don't have to you know they're not a, a snotty mess at the end of the show <laughs> but sometimes it happens that's okay too <laughs> so is it a is it a visual podcast where you your you and your uh guests are seen or is it just audio yeah i do both audio and video so yeah <laughs> you can watch the videos <laughs> i love that so yes you guys for a free coaching sh session from Chris Kendall, make sure you reach out to her at fulfilledafter40.com slash the podcast. Okay. Oh, so my friends, it is now time for our prayer, prayer disclaimer. Now we close out each podcast. We are a podcast that prays because we like to honor God for our abundance. So are you ready? Are you ready? Go ahead and cut the music so we can honor God with silence. Fantastic. Yes. You ready, Chris? I'm ready. <laughs> Lord God, we humbly come before you this day and we thank you for everything that you provide. We thank you for our amazing guests, the opportunity to meet so many wonderful entrepreneurs that all have a heart for helping, a heart for empowering other people a passion for helping people be the best versions of themselves. I thank you for this opportunity to meet all of these wonderful people and to spread their word, spread their message, uplift their businesses and allow them, impact them, empower them to impact even more people, Lord God. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for these guests. I thank you for the stewardship, the opportunity to steward this blessing. I pray these things accord, according to the character and identity of Christ. Amen. Thank you. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. I, it's such an honor to be a part of your show. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone that is watching and listening. Thank you for joining us for Thriving Thursdays with Alexandria. Have a blessed rest of your day. Bye.